welcome to episode two of the QC, or Quarantine Conversations. We'll have our first ever guest uh, a little bit later in the podcast. That is Sean Roberts, joining us live from Chicago, Illinois. I think he's sitting there in some 600-square-foot apartment looking down at the Chicago River, so can't wait to hear from him. But in the meantime, Mike, tell me about the day. Boy, I tell you what, uh, we got started on the right foot. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned yesterday, I, I made a commitment to the meditation apps. I gave the Calm app uh, two shots, one last night. Uh, actually, Matthew McConaughey read me a story to put me to sleep. And this morning, uh, before I even got to the app, um, just a, a beautiful way to wake up is the birds chirping. I think, you know, we all know it's March and the birds are slowly coming back. And it was uh, a definite bright spot of my day. And as I sat down to get my day started, I jumped on the app and the background music for my early morning meditation was exactly the same as the birds, minus the uh, the waves crashing in. I, d- I don't have any uh, water that could create that nearby, but um, definitely a bright spot, sp- bright bright spot to get things started, and a very productive day in the office from the home office. Yeah, I know you and I talked a couple different times today. I uh, love. I feel like we're really getting used to the whole work apps and figuring out how all this uh, is supposed to go about. So feeling good about it, feeling good about it. But love that you tried out the Calm app. So you're going to keep it going? Yeah, I think we'll keep it going. Uh, I do know it's $70 after seven days. So I put a reminder on my calendar. I am infamous infamous for uh, signing up for a service and forgetting about it. And next credit card statement, seeing that uh, that was a, a very expensive mistake to make. We've all been there. I know that's always an issue. I am a, a, we've talked about this offline once or twice before, but I am a subscription sucker and, you know, trying to eliminate those. And that might be easier said than done over the next few weeks. So I'm right there with you, right there with you. Nick, I do. I have one thing I I need to mention. And, uh, you know, a few folks had a chance, I think, to listen yesterday. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, I had one comment in particular that really brought a lot of joy to my life, and it was a description of you, Nick. And if you don't mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it here quick. I would love to hear it. Okay. It says, his voice sounds like if the Patagonia vest had a mouth and could speak. <laughs> that is definitely not a compliment, I feel like. I think that's pretty genuine. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment at all, but I'll take it. All right. Well, you know, we're all uh, we're all guilty of wearing a Patagonia vest every now and again, I guess. But uh, sure, we'll take that. We'll take that. I, I did know. get it. I got I got a kick out of it, so I figured I'd share it here on air. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely take that. I like that that you waited to uh, to reveal that until right now. So interesting, interesting. Hey, I heard we got a little feedback on Twitter too. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to uh, to a couple of our very loyal followers for sharing a little bit on what their routines or uh, work from home situation looks like and how they try and maximize that. I don't. Do you have those in front of you, Nick, to to pull up some of those responses? 
Yeah, I know. We certainly appreciate hearing from uh, Troy M at Troy Story Twenty Nine on Twitter. Uh, he had also texted me a couple of these things as well to elaborate because you know Twitter's only given us so many characters, but. He recommended setting Pomodoro timers, which I was not familiar with that concept until he had texted it to me. But I looked into it a little bit, and essentially what you can do is set a timer on your computer to allow for deep focus. And that way you go uninterrupted for some period of time. And then once you know, 25 minutes, 30 minutes has, has elapsed, it expires, allows you a short break, keeps you consistent, keeps you honest on it five, six, seven, ten minutes for a break, and then you come back and you're right back to it. So I know for some of us that have uh, some high-focus jobs, that could be really helpful. Yeah, I might have to check that out tomorrow and report back with um, productivity gains on, on day three of work from home. Right. And he also had a couple other tips as well. Uh, the second being virtual presentations and trying to be – more exciting and more effective on those. You know, think more about your sizzle, drawing people in, uh, and your fizzle. You know, leaving them with something memorable there at the very end. He's basically saying that just as hard, as hard as it is to engage people when you're in the same room, it's a million times harder when you're trying to do it via video conference. You know, for instance, we had a series of video conferences over the course of today. And I can certainly see why that would be relevant, particularly if you're responsible for just uh, pitching to a whole group. You know, st- try and be engaging. Keep that in mind that that it's going to be a lot tougher on video than it is uh, than it is typically in person. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it, this is also a good reminder for us who um, are on the receiving end of that presentation. You know, put your phone up in your room or leave it far away. Uh, turn off iMessage on your computer and really make sure you're given maximum attention to whoever it is that is presenting. And, uh, you know, you can check your phone every hour, get up, walk around a little bit and uh, make sure that, you know, you're able to absorb all that information. Because obviously in the office, you're not just going to pull your phone out and start texting at a meeting. That's right. That's right. And then finally, and you'll like this one. Uh, I think this goes right in line with the positivity, the productivity. You mentioned finding a, a work from home buddy and having somebody that you can rely on, you know, from your job to, to go back and forth with not only to talk about work, but to talk about life and just like personal things, you know, somebody consistent that's on the same tools that you are, that's on the same wavelength to working from home and understanding that this is going to be a grind. Uh, we're day two today. And who knows how long this could go and uh, you know, keeping that social aspect in some degree, just like you would for water cooler talk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we do a little bit of that at Builder Trend every single day. So uh, it's do what you can <laughs> yeah, we, replicate it. Right. Yeah. That's the, uh, that's the one thing I'm absolutely going to miss is sitting right, you know, six, seven, eight feet away from a couple buddies that I get to BS with the entire day. But Nonetheless, uh, good tips. We'll see how they work out, right? Absolutely. I think it's enough about us, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Let's take it away to Sean Roberts. All right. We'd love to welcome Sean Roberts onto the QC. Thanks for joining us today, Sean. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Mike, I know this is your first time meeting Sean, so 
feel free to jump anywhere or jump around anywhere, jump in anywhere, do whatever you need to do to uh, form a, a nice solid bond here as we as we form friendships over <laughs> the uh, over the airwaves. Well, I think I'll just go ahead and let Sean introduce himself and uh, we'll maybe pull some questions from his elevator pitch on on Sean. Excellent. Yeah, sure. Take it so, away uh, introduce yourself. Oh, I'd love to. Um, so I'm an actuary. I do consulting in um, Chicago, and I've lived here for four years, but born and raised in Nebraska. went to school there with Nick, of course. Go Big Red. Uh, but I've been living here for four years, and I've always lived in the city, but work in the suburbs. So, um, you know, that's kind of the dynamic of what I do, and I do retirement consulting specifically. So kind of like you guys mentioned, I'm pretty fortunate in that I can work mostly uninterrupted which is great, um, but it's kind of a crazy time for a lot of our clients and really all the uncertainty out there is pretty pretty nuts and everyone's kind of scared. So, you know, fortunately I can still work from home, but um, it's interesting to see everything that's going on out there. Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you been, quote unquote, socially isolated at this point? Yeah, well, I, I think Chicago kind of had a slow reaction and no one wanted to be um, the last ones to do anything, but, you know, everyone wanted to kind of took a wait and see approach. So um, pretty much since last Thursday, I've been working from home um, and no one really was, there was some, but most people were going about their day pretty normally with the exception of working from home. So, you know, bars, restaurants weren't pretty impacted. And then I would say Sunday was, you know, things obviously had snowballed for a while with the NCAA tournament, but you know, over the course of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it seemed like more and more things were getting shut down. So late Thursday night, our CEO said everyone should plan on working from home, you know, indefinitely. Um, and then Sunday, the big announcement came from the governor of Illinois that people shouldn't really be going out to bars. And they kind of forced that by closing most of them. And I know Omaha and other cities did the same right afterwards. So I was in the grocery store at about 2 p.m. before the announcement came and this the shelves were kind of like picked apart but it wasn't really until later that night you could see on social media you know very long lines and you know kind of pandemonium really for lack of a better word in Chicago people were um, a lot more nervous I think across the board everyone was taking it way more serious after that yeah and I know you cut out a little bit there but uh, Mike, I know we touched on San Francisco yesterday. Did you by chance see any of the, uh, the social media from people in and around the Bay Area as they had to venture out to, uh, to grocery stores yesterday afternoon? Are you asking me or Sean? Well, could be you, could be Sean. What <laughs> uh, I, I did not see any of the San Francisco. Uh, I saw some highlights of Brooklyn, New York with a timer into Costco. Just to get into the store, I was seeing... Uh, about an hour wait time. Obviously, going to be pretty similar in some of those uh, heavier and dense cities. Uh, they don't have quite the square footage as Costco, Nebraska. Uh, so definitely one of the, the major perks, I suppose, of living in Omaha. Right, yes. Yeah, so and I'm my... seeing... Go ahead, Sean. Uh, some of my friends, uh, 8.30 Monday morning, there was lines at Whole Foods, which big flex that you go to Whole Foods, but also pretty crazy that uh just that early right away on a work day it's still lines forming yeah it was absolute madness from the social media shares that i saw yesterday as everybody was trying to uh 
to prepare for, you know, basically the, the lockdown in place and in the Bay Area, it was grocery stores empty. Like shelves were just completely gone. And I know we've seen similar, uh, similar experiences, you know, around our communities, but it was dramatic. Um, and I'm fearing that it's going to be something similar here over the next uh, couple of days. Uh, I know New York's kind of on the, the, the edge of, of closing everything down and they're saying, they're telling people to prepare. So wild times. So, Sean, I, 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 I know you, you mentioned uh, effective last Thursday you were going to be working from home. I know you're a young guy living in Chicago. I've experienced a few Chicago apartments, uh, traveling, Airbnb, et cetera. Uh, kind of give us the description of you know where you're living, um, what your setup looks like, um, mm-hmm. you know, how are you keeping yourself sane? So I was probably more prepared to work from home because my office is essentially an hour and a half one way commute for me, my, my the office in the suburbs. So I work from home two days a week um, and my setups, uh, not to flex a little bit, but it's pretty cool. I can see the Chicago River. Um, I have multiple monitors. My room is like just big enough to fit a desk, um, certainly not. Uh, flourishing in a humble abode like many people in Omaha might be but you know good enough size where I can have a desk in my room um, you know great view of the city and I have a desk so I was pretty well set up to work from home and yeah my, my commute's pretty brutal it's an hour and a half one way so I'm getting three hours back now um, just from being able to work from home which is awesome for me Excellent. So Sean, tell us a little bit, you know, you, you said you typically work from home a couple days a week. Have you mm-hmm. had a chance by now to, to come up with a routine and figure out exactly what you, uh, what your day to day looks like? So I think it needs to be more like structured. Cause I've found that you can really just slip into, you know, taking advantage of not commuting and whatnot. So you can sleep in later. Or maybe you work from your bed, which for me is not great. Um, so my routine, if I try to like work out in the morning, Mike, I know you mentioned you're looking to close those Apple rings, which is commendable. Um, I'm a big P90X3 guy, which I would recommend highly. Uh, it's like all online. So I've been, I actually work out in my room normally. Um, so my routine is just to work out in the mornings and then, you know, make breakfast or what it, whatever it be and make coffee at home, which I typically just do. And then you know, work my full eight hours. And it's really easy to get distracted, I find, when working from home. So, um, you know, maybe less so now that we're always at home, but it always feels like you can get ahead on stuff you just don't want to do around your house. Like I would often do laundry or, you know, do the dishes or stuff that I probably, you know, don't necessarily need to do, but it's sitting there and it's right there. So trying to, you know, establish like just a work schedule, like, hey, from, you know, eight to five, or whatever it is, I'm going to be working, focusing on work, and I'll have plenty of other time to do all the other stuff that I need to do. So for me, just keeping with like an actual routine is really important. Um, and probably for my health, good to keep working out and kind of trying to maintain normalcy, if you will. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think, you know, uh, you touched a lot on, on routine. And for those of us that are, are new to this world of, of work from home, I, I'm really mm-hmm. struggling with how do I establish this routine? Because in the back of my mind, I keep thinking 
this is a, a snow day or, you know, it's a, yep. like a two day holiday. Um, I guess what, what advice can you provide? You know, you, you, you spent a fair bit of time working from home, uh, probably took you a little bit of time to get into that routine. What advice can you provide folks who, um, maybe has the same kind of brainwave that I'm, I'm experiencing? Probably the biggest thing is just eliminating your non-work distractions. Like if you, if your job, you know, if you really have a pretty intense job or you need to maintain focus, like I see tons of Snapchats of people just like watching a bunch of TV or maybe they're watching, you know, LeBron James highlights on sports center from six years ago in their living room. It's, it's probably a good idea to not have the TV on in the background. And, and with all this new stuff popping up, especially, you know, with the, latest developments with COVID-19. I mean, we were seeing a bunch of like Trump updates and it was just impossible to focus on work if you're sitting there watching TV. So I would say just, you know, to the extent you can reduce any distractions that you might have that are non-work related, that's going to be huge. And the biggest one that I'm seeing just based on social media and talking to people is probably just the TV. Um, You know, you're not, that's not really what you have in your work environment. So mimic your work environment um, turn off the TV and I think you'll find you're a lot more focused on doing your work, which probably is going to be pretty important coming up. That's right. Well, you know, Michael and I are fortunate enough to, to have a work environment where there are TVs everywhere. So for me, that's <laughs> um, the norm. And uh, at this point, I can't even really be productive or be focused without having that constant murmur in the background. So there's been a lot mm-hmm. of CNBC for me. But to your point, constant Trump updates and constantly dialed into what the latest, uh, you know, dramatic news might be isn't real productive for the uh, for the work day. I know it causes some a uh, little bit of heartburn. So yeah, maybe it might be make might make more sense to turn that off for a little bit of time. But I'll tell you what, okay, yeah. so three hours a day uh, that you have back. Well, actually, oh, yeah. let's take a step back before we even sure. move on to that. Am I the only one who feels like they want to constantly eat when they're at home? Oh, I'm constantly snacking. No, uh, I've got eaten so many pistachios and so many sunflower seeds. It's it's unbelievable. I'm like a little <laughs> league all star all, all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what about you? Have you been, have you found that to be an issue? Because I'm telling you what, I'm going to need to head to the store and buy just like a 50 pound bag of almonds if we're going to be shut in. Otherwise, I'm going to be eating chips and stuff for the next however long. Yeah, my well, first off, my my cup of coffee is never empty. Uh, constantly going back, getting another refill there, uh, and I probably made uh, today seven trips to the fridge. So, you know, as I mentioned yesterday, keeping the uh, exercise rings closed is going to be quite critical, or I'm going to come back at 245 pounds. <laughs> right, I'm curious right. so if you found it. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, look, check it out. I'm curious if you found a YouTube video, and I don't know, not to put you on the spot, but I'm curious where your exercise goal was at. Because for me, I, I would walk on my commute. I would probably get like 30 minutes of exercise. I just walk two miles, which is a, a ton. So now I'm like, yeah, I am gonna be, I'm gonna be in big trouble. Yeah, uh, two two goals. One one is I have a uh, a close friend of mine in Minneapolis who is staying true to 20 push-ups every hour and he's assuming 12 waking hours a day. Uh, I did not accomplish that goal today. Uh, the second being closing my, you know, 810 K 
calories. Uh, I am three quarters of the way there today. So I have some time, uh, which my plan is after this to go out and, and, and get a little walk in. Nice. Sure. 810. That's, that's uh, commendable. No doubt. So Sean, you mentioned the three hours. What do you hope to do with those three hours? That's a lot of time. I mean, you're talking an extra 15 hours each week. Holy cow. Um, what do, what are you thinking you're going to do with all that extra time? You know, obviously I, I imagine some of it, some of it's going to be devoted to Netflix or Amazon prime or whatever your, uh, streaming service of choice might be. But other than that, what are you looking for? No free ads. Right. Well, well I feel like there's so many things that, you know, for me that I, I just have a wide array of interests. So a lot of things, you know, you know, really into like learning more about. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with like creative stuff, but my job is so not that. And it's, you know, it'd always just be for enjoyment. It's so hard to justify doing anything, you know, really super just creative that's not, might not come into fruition. Uh, it's hard to justify spending time doing that when there's so many other things that like really could be benefiting my professional career or whatnot. Um, so for me, pro- probably, uh, keeping a little lighthearted i have a guitar and i love hootie and the blowfish so uh my go-to karaoke song let her cry i'm gonna learn that on acoustic got the first three chords down <laughs> but um you know in three months if you need a guitar guy i can be that guy i hope so that's like one thing that it's just, it's always sits there you know and how many people just have a guitar in their room so i think i'll probably pick that up and it's just gonna be an outlet really it's kind of mindless uh, activity so that's probably one thing i'll do um, and then, you know, I'm staring at my bookshelf right now, tons of good books that, uh, were written hundreds of years ago by dudes that are dead. People have told me that are good. I'm excited to crack open a few of those, uh, shout out Charles Dickens, huge fan of his. And let's see, other than that, there's, um, you know, so that's, I think that's a, a lot right there, but three hours, like you said, is a ton. And, um, on my commute home, I'm constantly looking at different things. Uh, another kind of intellectually stimulating website that I've found is, you know, you mentioned YouTube yesterday. There's tons of info on there, but there's also a website called Masterclass, which no free ads, but my bad. Uh, and they have an insane amount of things on there. And it's kind of expensive, but they have like things from like, they have like Gordon Ramsay and then they have like super talented writers like Martin Scorsese and they have um, Steph Curry, which, you know, if you need to go be better at pickup basketball, he can teach you how to do that. Um, and the one that I might pick up, it's, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He just teaches you about how to like analyze things and think critically and make decisions. So that's stuff that I probably wouldn't normally watch on my own, but now that I have three hours, why not? So those are probably three things that I'm definitely going to spend more time doing. That's a fantastic answer. And there's so much to take away from that. Uh, you know, you want to talk about Mm -hmm. music, thought, active mind, body, all of it. Uh, that's, that's fantastic. And that's really encouraging to hear. Do you have your guitar sitting next to you? I do. I do. It's just a short walk away. Um, do you, uh, do you want to play us those two chords real quick? Those three, but, um, you know, I'm not sure if it's tuned up. It's kind of hot in my room. You know, that throws off the tuning and I don't want to put out uh, bad vibes on the sound waves, you know, I don't, I don't want to have any, any negative airwaves coming over. So maybe, um, that's something, you know, a work in progress, we'll call it. It'll be a okay. great follow-up episode. We're gonna have to bring you back because you just committed to that. With uh, we have at least forty-seven followers, 
uh, on the podcast. So mm -hmm. by the time, you know, in three months, by the time we're done recording all these, you're going to have to play it for the, uh, for the fans. Is Darius Rucker one of the 47? We'll send well, it to him. Okay. We'll, we'll, well, we'll there's no pressure him. if he's not. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? Are you guys, uh, do you have any set goals yet? Now that I've put myself out there, I feel like it's only fair that you guys have some attainable goal that um, we can hold you accountable to. Yeah, we talked a little bit about uh, Mike's progress today on, in the intro. But yep. I know for me, looking a little bit at coding, seeing what we might be able to do there. I think we're going to have an episode later in the week where we discuss, you know, how do we, how can I learn how to code quick? Um, and it doesn't need to be anything in depth or uh, I'm not trying to create large scale apps tomorrow. Just a, mm -hmm. a general idea. Cause I, I'll tell you what, I feel clueless sometimes looking at people do this. It's uh, it looks like rocket science, but I hear it's not that hard. That would probably depend it's on hard. I've asked. tried. That's a, yeah, it's a notable goal. Uh, my brother's a big computer guy. Um, if I told him it wasn't hard, I think he would. He, well, he just would ignore me, probably. <laughs> okay, that's good feedback. That's good feedback. Then maybe I need to reevaluate the goal. <laughs> I, yeah, I think. Well, you know, you know, the world's your oyster, Nick. You have all this time. Um, it's yours to use. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, Sean. One last thing before we let you go. Mentally, mm -hmm. obviously it's day two, so you sure hope, you know, yeah. thoughts are still high, thoughts are still positive. How do you hope to stay positive over the next couple of weeks? So at first I feel like I hadn't given it much thought, you know, the mental well-being admittedly. Um, I felt like there was all these different things I could, you know, spend time doing. And uh, like I said, not commuting three hours a day, there's a lot of opportunity there, but I talk, and I live with the roommates too, full disclosure. So I have some social interaction, but I think what hasn't really hit me yet is not really being able to spend time with a lot of my friends. So um, I, I'm hearing all these things and I'm kind of excited to hear, you know, as you guys talk to more people, what they're doing. But um, I've heard crazy people, people doing different things. Like there's some of my friends have like a weekly poker game and they're setting up online poker and they're just Venmoing each other to buy in. And that, that's something that could be fun. Um, one of my friends is canceling her birthday trip to Vegas, which is devastating for any girl in her mid twenties to do. But what she's doing is uh, like telling all of her friends to come present on a topic for three to five minutes. And they're just going to do like a, like a zoom video and that's going to be her birthday party. So like, I'm curious to explore things like that. I think that could be fun, obviously very different, but you know, just finding ways to get creative, to stay connected to your friends and have that social aspect that, you know, maybe we underestimate sometimes. Absolutely. And I know we touched on it a little bit in the intro, but coming up with a work from home buddy and somebody that you can constantly ping things off of, you know, I, I have, I have Vandy for that. And uh, fortunately he not only serves as my work from home buddy, but also my, uh, my podcast co-host, but nonetheless, Sean, thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate it. And we ask all of our listeners, come back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have Alyssa McMahon, the owner of Hey Mob or Mob, uh, the boutique on to talk a little bit about small business, the impact there. How can we help? You know, some of the, the people that are being hit hardest by this situation are small business owners and 
sometimes we don't necessarily realize the impact that even just a couple of days, weeks, or months of downtime can really have on them. So we're going to talk to her tomorrow, see what she's out there doing to uh, maybe increase her brand on social media and wherever else that might be. So join us tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here today, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much.